good. We're just gonna get it out. Like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're getting it out. We're getting it out right now. Chris and Paul are back together <laughs> on the show. On the shores, I believe this will be episode eleven. Lucky eleven. Is that is it eleven lucky? No. I mean, I, it, maybe in certain cultures it is. I, I don't, don't know. know if it's eleven has no particular significance. To in me. in um, our culture, in our culture, it's lucky. Okay. First of all, sure. Yeah. Chris is. is going to get a better mic. I swear to God. If I have to buy it for him, God I'll find has a way. Been sworn to. Um, um, I, I, I have one. I actually have a nice Zoom, but it's like not really meant for this purpose. It can be used that way, I, you know. But mm. what I'm on now, if you tech nerds, is the Shure 7MB at Bravo, I think. I'm pretty sure it's a 7MB. It's a classic mic. Um, it's used in a lot of podcasts. Because if you move your mouth away from it, it doesn't really hear you, and you can be really, really close, and it sounds so good. Michael Jackson did Thriller. So they have that a was, that was news to me. That's pretty. Cool. Yeah, and, and it's still used today in many recordings. Hillsong uses it. I'm sure everybody highly regarded, yeah. especially if you're loud, you know, or you're playing loud instruments. So Chris, there's a USB version of this microphone. This one goes into a preamp, and it's all super fancy. Mm. We're, gonna, we're gonna get some. Why don't, you all, why don't we all take up a, a like a, a thing and buy one for Chris? Our thousand <laughs> GoFundMe. Just send us ten cents. A GoFundMe for two hundred and twenty-five dollars. I think we can manage. We're gonna get you an, an, for the next episode that you record. So this will drop in a week, and then so oh, we, I ever wanted. We're gonna get you <laughs> a microphone, but that's not what this episode is about. We're gonna go. We're gonna go into some a topic that could be. Slightly controversial, and I'm not talking about the George Floyd case, <laughs> uh, uh, which, but I'm happy because uh, I just want to put it out there: they convicted that cop on all counts. Yeah, yeah, Derek Chauvin, I believe. Now he will probably appeal that, but yeah, he can appeal I think one. every every case you got to look at the facts of the case. You got to look at exactly what happened. Um, and, and this one, I feel like um, justice. Was, with this verdict has probably was definitely served. served. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I feel that way. Um, we'll do another episode. So, we should do another episode about justice and cops and all this, um, and about the nature of power gone awry. Yeah, because I, I read uh, the uh, you know the descript just you know obviously I'm against police brutality and brutality against people of, of other races. I I did a lot. We should do an apartheid show because I dove into that subject deeply about about. Um, South Africa and apartheid, and then the after the current South Africa, which is still very segregated, just de facto, and that whole story of how that all happened. It goes big history. That's a history one for Phil. Talk yeah, about South yeah. South Africa, but um, you know, there's still like a lot of de facto segregation in society, and I'm just really happy that justice was served. Um, if someone is handcuffed on the ground <laughs> and they're not going anywhere. There's no reason to step on their neck for eight and a half minutes. I, I agree. I agree. Just, I, I, you know, that was out of hand. Um, out of hand. And, and I'm hoping that this is the beginning of uh, some restoration, some healing of communities. We all need uh, that. Healing for families. Um, and uh, I, I also believe we need to be on the lookout for those who have explicit intent to divide. Um, right. We need to unify. Right. Right. And so... There will always be certain groups on on either side. You know, this is not me being code for it, you know, trying to talk about a certain group of people and everyone can interpret that. 
as well. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying that there are people on both sides that intently are trying to divide people because that's how they make their shtick. Um, we need to reject that. We need to just, we need to respect each other and, and see, um, you know, every person as being made in the image of God. And, um, you know, that to me, that's, that's, that's huge. And so uh, yeah, yeah. I hope, and there are so many issues on every side, you know, every culture, every subgroup, every demographic has their issues and things we need to work on. So, you know, we need to stay humble in that aspect and, um, and, and just seek him and, you know, get to a better place. And I think we can do that. I, I, I know we can do that. Now we need to choose that though. We need to choose that. You know, we we need to, to choose Love, love, and instead <laughs> of division, you know, I mean, we, we this is really another episode, or maybe we make this. I don't know. These things get complicated because societies, which are collections of people, um, you know, they they cause all kinds of problems. People, people, you know, act in groups. They cause problems because then it becomes about the group and not and not individual thought. That's why you have mobs, you have all kinds of shit happening. And, and, uh, you know, um, one of the arguments and and the uh, Derek Chauvin's weak argument was that all, all these angry people were yelling at him because he was killing somebody, but it makes you think differently. And really we, we need to think independently sometimes and go with our morality, our innate good and morality um then just us against them they them they because that's where all the hate comes out hate is just nastiness um it's got to stop and 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 i think justice needs to be served by all governments everywhere in the world that doesn't obviously that doesn't happen especially in, in totalitarian governments sorry china you're not you're not nice to your people um and everywhere, so many other places. And justice needs to be served. Justice. The simple fact that you should not be able to kill somebody <laughs> is pretty simple, right? Isn't that isn't that like a commandment? Right? Um, I shall not kill. Well, I think it's also we should be mindful. Um, and no. I'm going to use this to steer us a little bit here. Yeah, we're going to we're going to get to the to subject. Be, which right, nothing to, to do be with mindful anything. that the sanctity and value of life is not necessarily a universal human value. It's not necessarily that every, something that every culture embraces. And it's that exactly what I was talking about, that value, that Judeo-Christian value of being made in the image of God. That's what gives us a unique worth in his, a transcendent worth in God's eyes that we are commanded to respect and to value amongst each other as well. We cannot forget that, you know, societies in, in history have lost that, you know, for two examples of uh, Nazi Germany and um, yeah. Soviet Russia, when, when, when both those nations threw off all semblances of their Judeo-Christian heritage, the blood of millions flowed, L- literally. I'm not even saying that as <laughs> a, you know, as just verbiage to talk about a lot of people. I mean, literally the blood of millions because people didn't respect or love each other and when you lose love you lose everything and so speaking of love let's talk about love in our own lives that's that, that is the goal of our episode was today was to talk about love and dating and what that means to mm-hmm. a society that is ever changing ever adapting ever evolving um and so paul 
I think this will be a fun one. Um, it is. That was really good getting that around, to get turning that ship around. Because we could we could <laughs> and, talk and, for four four hours about. We and we could we, we should yeah. talk about those. And we will. We will. We will. We will. Yeah, yeah. I promise you all. We will. In another episode. Okay. We need everything to shake out. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about dating. Let's talk about dating. We're going to talk about dating specifically, which yeah. is like the beginning, the precursor to love. Well, let's first and foremost, let's talk about, okay, let's tell the audience what dating means yeah, to both thank of you. us. Because we might not have the same idea, right. you know? Um, And so I'll give you the floor. Give us, you know, take take two and a half minutes or so and just tell us. what, do, what oh, is He's dating? keeping me on time today. It's awesome. What is dating to you? What is dating? Well, I, I, what I said to him at the beginning before we were recording is uh, that dating is a form of building a relationship and you can have relationship forming in romantic environments, which is what dating is in non-romantic environments. So like businesses or trying to make a new deal or, you know, whatever, um, anywhere you have to intimately work with somebody, you have to relate back and forth to them. Um, and you, and you have to do you, to, to establish the best relationship. You have to go through a bunch of people or companies companies of people to find the best fit right so a lot of the things we're going to talk about and this is not the first episode we'll talk about it um because we'd be here for hours but dating can also apply to business relationships and how you work with difficult people which we already did an episode on you should go listen to it right now well after you listen to this one um but these things kind of apply but where it gets really complicated is when we get into romance, the bonding of people romantically. Then it seems that all uh, intelligence and 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 logic just goes away <laughs> for a lot of people. Or or and you know you can have an imposition of too much logic, which is just as bad. I'm gonna create the perfect match, the perfect person. And uh, that's what dating is. That's what dating is. Finding a romantic partner. Uh, there are uh, there are connections to other kinds of relationships. I just want to make that point because as we talk about dating, some of the tenets that we talk about can also apply to non-romantic relationships between people. Just keep that in mind because all the elements of a good match still apply to non-romantic relationships. But when ro- ro- romance like partnership, sex, all that gets in there, the, the humans go crazy. They go crazy. <laughs> you turn on the you turn on the sex and the romance and the chocolates and people don't think straight. I, I don't know. Do you know why why do you think people don't think straight when it comes to like romance? Well people don't people don't think straight for one reason and one reason only is because we're still fallen human beings and we just don't think straight on many issues. Mm. But I think dating and romance, the thing is that it, it draws upon a very deep yearning. It's a deep desire to not to, to be fulfilled, to feel validated, to feel loved. Yes. Yes. Right? And to, and to want to share that with someone, but yet at the same time, there's still that selfish sin nature in my view that's still very at work where it's like it can easily screw that up and we can you know um a lot of people don't know how to love they don't know how to love they don't know the definition of what love truly is in the sense of like okay what does god view 
what does God say love is? Well, what what um, is love? What is love? I mean, I would say that it's love's not you don't you don't love to get something. That's a big thing. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing is that humans have been trying to describe this. Now, for example, the Greeks have like three different words for love. There's like agape, eros, and um, I forget. But you know, if you hold on for what one second, I'll actually I'll, let me look this up. Yeah. Bring up the the oracle, the the Google, the oracle of of of, of life. So we have eros, philia, and agape. Eros is like the romantic love, right? It's like the romantic, passionate. Um, sacrificial love that one would feel for a partner um, or, you know what I mean? Or like their spouse like that. Philia is the, the brotherly kind of love. It's, it's the love that um, can be equally powerful, but the connotation is different. It's, it's think of, you know, uh, soldiers sacrificing their lives for each other in battle or a brother, um, you know, taking a spear for another brother or anything like that in any, you know, that, that, Jesus himself said, you know, no greater love has it than a man who's willing to give his life up for, <laughs> for his friends, you know? Um, and, and so that's the philia uh, is that love. How do you spell that? Uh, P-H-I-L-I-A. That's why Philadelphia, city of brotherly uh, love. Remember Philadelphia? The home yes. of brother, the city of brotherly love. Yes, 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 yes. Brotherly, um, brotherly, it means right. brotherly. Yes. And so yes. then the last love is uh, agape. A love that's often used to describe God's love um, in in Scripture, which is a love that is um, it's a love that is directed at someone and chosen for someone, especially when they don't deserve it or when you don't feel it. But you, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. a parent when they're punishing their child, or or you know they don't punish because they enjoy that like a sadistic weird madman but they do no. it because of, of of justice um it's the right thing to do and even though that person has done something wrong or is doing something wrong there's still that love directed at us and, and that's the love that's often described where it says when god even when we were in our sins christ died for us that's the mm. agape kind of love it's a love that is chosen um it's unconditional uh and and it's still it's very still evident and powerful despite there not being maybe the relationship or the emotion per se to back it up. Now I think in our society today we have love is just like an emotion. Like people, like people, it's just they, they use they slap on the label love for anything and everything. A lot of things which are not love, they'll slap on the label of love, which is dangerous. And so I just want to quickly say like what what dating to me is. Um, I haven't really thought about this, but I would suppose that dating in its basic foundational definition is simply when you are going on dates with someone in the interest of getting to know them, to, to, to test compatibility, um, to, to deepen a relationship, to see what's there and just kind of gauge the waters. But you know that there's maybe like an underlying physical attractiveness that got you thinking, wow, let's see what this person's about because I think they look fantastic. You know what I'm saying? There's something there that's already like kindled. You kind of go through the stages, right? Like when you date, you start with Eros and then you move to Philia and Agape eventually. (laughs) Then you get married and have many kids. Right, right. Happening to you. I know it's going to happen to you. I feel like (laughs) the talking stage is like a fire that's kindled. And then the dating stage is when you start stirring that bad boy up and trying to see if you can get a bonfire going, you know? Yeah, get the and fires something going. Something like that. And sometimes, guess what? It doesn't work. You know, sometimes the wood doesn't catch fire for whatever reason. Sometimes it no. rains. 
Sometimes, sometimes it pours, man. Sometimes it pours, and sometimes you know you realize, like, or sometimes you're just like, you know what? I don't even want to have a fire tonight. Why am I here? And so you douse and, it with water, and you're like, yeah, yeah maybe another night. And sometimes yeah. maybe the other person do the same thing. You just don't know. Oh, yeah. And so, it, I, I, to me, that's like a a worthy analogy because it kind of is. It's kind of like that in a way, you know. But it's almost like you need the right things. You need the dry wood. You need a little bit of wind to circulate the oxygen to the fire. You need the right going. chemistry. Right. right. You, you need some you need some patience. You know, you need some patience. You and and, there. and, you need to and patience. Um, um this is good. I'm writing these notes. I, I, I would say that one of the things about love, I think all of these loves, but especially Philia, Agape, especially Agape, love, uh, it should ideally be given without the expectation of receipt. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean being <laughs> a simp. Um <laughs> I had to look that up. It's awesome. What an awesome word. It, it is uh, one of the great, great. Oh, man. I love it. A simp is, a, is usually a man, but it can it be, could be a woman too, who gives like uncontrollably, like massive amounts, just gives and gives and gives because they want your body. They want to like, get you. You know, it's usually done to like, in a way, kind of like by romantic or sexual favor. So they think the more they give of themselves, the more you'll love them or want them. It's it's um, transactional in, in its in its nature, if not explicitly so. Um, that's why it's kind of so gross. Because uh, if a, a prostitute uh, and a and a John in in legal in the legal portion of Nevada, of course, do because I would never condone anybody breaking the law. Um, but in the legal portion of where it's legalized in Nevada. If a prostitute and, and the client wanted to get together and uh, do their thing, um, that is a that is a transaction. It's out in the open. I want this. I want that. So there you go. I don't agree with that. Condone that. I don't look down on people that do that work either. It's just whatever. But but a simp is worse because a simp would go into that 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 prostitute house, that place, Bunny Ranch, whatever, and be like. Well, I just want to give you guys presents, you know, and they would talk and work their way all about the shit and just give and give and give and, and with, instead of just say, saying what they want and then get mad if they didn't get it because I, I simped, I gave you no, 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 no. You don't want to be a simp when you date, when you love somebody, you don't want to be a simp. You just want to love them. Right. You just want to love them. That. Am I saying, Chris, that, and this is kind of like off the tree of what we've been talking about, but it's important. I'm not writing this down. Don't be a simp. Be a pimp. No. But like, don't be a simp. Um, I've always felt like there's some kind of like also to, to the, the term simp. There's some kind of like something pathetic about it. Something yeah. I mean, like you're compromising so many things of like who you are, what you should be, or what you, what you should. Like have some dignity. To me, simp also has that connotation of like being a pathetic it is it's sad it's like a sellout it's like dude what is going on you know that that's kind of what i've also understood on top of everything that you just said well it's not love it's selfish no not even close it's it's selfishness because it's just someone doing anything no matter what it takes to to either impress or to to get their way and and i say that because it's either to get validation from someone and that's that's 
to me, kind of like the, the most pathetic part because people should never compromise in, in who they should be because they want the validation from someone who probably isn't even worth the time that you're giving them. But then there's the also side, the other side of it, it's like a predatory, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. anything to get that, whatever you're looking for, whether that's, um, you know, sex or money or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, now, now, now I don't want to say that like people, when you, like you, you buy your girlfriend gifts, you buy your wife gifts, you, you give right, them things, right. but that's not to get their love or affection. That, no, that, it, to me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's a good point. To me, it's, that's, that's a reflection of what's already there. It's like, to me, that's a very analogous to the, 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 the debate you have in Christian circles. You're often here, you know, is it faith or good works that gets you, um, you know, merit with Christ? And it's like, well, from a you know, perspective, it's not ever good works. Good works are a, yeah, that's really good. Are a natural extension and results of being saved by grace and faith mm, you know mm, and so that's really like, good that's important for Christians. it's like when you're happy you get good news yeah. you know what you do you're happy you, you, you tend to give someone something just because it's it's like out of yeah. the overflow of your heart it comes out and and that's what you, what you're saying exactly is like you know when you show that affection to someone you you love whether it's a girlfriend a, a wife or a spouse or even a friend it's because yep. of what's already there in your heart. You give, not, you give to give. You don't right. give for a transaction. You give to right. give. Uh, right. You know, um, if I want to give you a, a meal because you're hungry, or I want to give you my coat because you're cold. I mean, I wouldn't give you my give you my coat, but you know, like that's okay. Right. It's that in my mind, this is a very this is a weird thing because this can all affect your dating. The, the super set of this is you love people to love people. You don't expect anything in return. You also most, most assuredly must love yourself because you can't give things that you don't have. So I can't just give and give and give and give and give and hope I'm going to get something in return and then deplete myself. So I, you know, not love myself, you know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like, and I and you can't be a simp to give to like hope you get something because you're trying to fill a hole, or you're trying to feel better about yourself. Kind of the same thing. You're depleting right, yourself right. in hopes that you can control or get somebody else. Love to love. Give to give. That is the best kind of you just do it because you're a good human being and and, and, and truly. Mm. And and that's how you treat everybody as you want to be treated yourself. If you don't. That women especially are very good at smelling this a mile away from men, especially where they can sniff out the big simping coming, and and some women will take advantage of this because why you know why not and, and it's I say women but it can be men, uh, and, you know, dominant masculine feminine energy it can be of all sexes so, but typically speaking typically speaking it's the man, the who acts like a little boy. And just gives and gives and gives and gives, and then gets angry when they don't get their way. I mean, we've all done it. I've done it, you know. Um, when I was, especially when I was younger, right. you know. So you just gotta put your energy out there. Live, live how you live. Give and and love as you do anybody. First, right? That's that's the first thing. Yeah, I think be honest with your intentions to yourself first and foremost. You know, like for example. Nowadays in our society and culture, dating 
like, you know, I, I'm currently not dating around. I'm dating uh, my girlfriend and I'm, she is amazing. And I'm so glad I'm not on, you know, that market because that market is crazy. Dating today is crazy, yeah, especially in a city. Are you kidding me? No, I don't I never sign me up for that again. Craziness. Too many people always busy, too much time, not enough time. Um, mm. <laughs> um, but messy. I feel like be honest with what you're looking for. A lot of people, so they download these apps and stuff like that. And there's so many different ways you can approach dating now. There's so many ways to actually meet people without meeting people. You know, it's, it's, you often talk about projecting at first you can project, you know, the very best you have to offer on these apps like that. And so you meet people, you swipe, right, whatever you start talking to people, but like, what are your intentions? Like, are, are you on there because you're looking for a genuine valid relationship? Are you there because you're just kind of bored and lonely? You know, you you don't, your friends pissed you off. And so you're just kind of like looking for something to make you feel good, you know, a little, mm, little something, right. Um, is, Be is it because do you have literally no reason you're just straight up bored? I mean, the point is, is that like, first and foremost, be honest with each other, be honest with yourself. That's, that's, you got to like, know what you're doing and why you're doing it. That's so important. Take some time, take a little retreat. If you have to think about, okay, what, what is the motivating emotions and desires leading me to say, okay, I want to date or I want to, you know, find someone to go on a date with. And, and you know, I want to date. Uh, I think that's big. What do you think? Well, it, it can be a little complicated. I wrote in the notes of swim lanes, right? My therapist mm. said this once. She said exactly what you said, essentially, to yourself and others, be be honest. But there can be multiple lanes that you swim in, the swim lanes. One that's is like, one. I want to build a long-lasting partnership, like ultimately. At the right. end of the race, my hope is that I build a partnership with someone. At my age, for me personally, I'll say right now, my hope is that I build a partnership with somebody. You can't start there though, but and then and, and that's that's my ultimate goal. Uh, there are other lanes. Um, there's another one is like I want to have fun. I just want to go out there and have fun. And uh, what I'll get into deep into it, if that's your thing, and you're honest about it. You just go have fun. And fun can be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be sexual, but it's casual, you know, like whatever. We'll have fun. Mm-hmm. And uh and and the third one is like the most like like I I, I wanna fuck, you know? I and that's mm-hmm. the fun is like meet people and maybe it, you know you have sex with them, maybe you don't, but it's kind of loosey goosey, it's casual, but it's not necessarily sexual. And then the other one is I wanna have sex. I wanna just I wanna go out and have a good time. And um I'm not gonna judge, you know, the the Bible says its thing. Bible's probably right in a general sense. The Bible is right in the, in the sense that you really don't want to be sleeping around with everybody. You know, like if you want to have a lasting, good relationship that lasts, that is that God smiles at, that is good for the family. And I'm not preaching to you because I've done all the opposite of it, right? Um, is is you you probably don't want to sleep with the whole world because that's a very special bond that. It's designed to help bring people together to four pair bonds to form families, right? However, it's also feel it also feels good and it helps establish bonds. So there's this kind of there's there's another whole set of discussions about sexuality there. The point being, well, that's a whole other episode. But the point being, you have to pick your lane, or you have to pick your lane with the person that you you're you're talking to, really. And this individual date and this this relationship that you're forming or hope to form or whatever, you have to decide for yourself first and foremost, 
and then with them, what lane are we in? Now, here's where it gets complicated. They all start the same. So you cannot instantly jump in the pool and win the race. I'm married. This is where dating goes wrong, right? I have a house. I have two kids. I want the, it just. No, you have to meet people and hang out, have fun, hook up if that's your thing, rinse and repeat and, and do the whole like getting to know you in all these areas, right? All three lanes start the same way. And it's just that you have to be honest with the end intention because once you like make your intention known, you can't, it's really hard to cross over. Uh-huh. You tell someone, I just want to have fun. And then they start to fall for you or vice versa. It gets really messy, causes conflict. Or because people are, you know, are living with a certain set of expectations from you. If you just want to hook up and you, and you say that and then someone falls in love with it, it just gets messy. So you really have to establish, be honest with your intentions, with yourself and others, just like you said, Chris, right. and pick your lane and kind of stick with it. Um, you, the, where it gets complicated, and I think you'd agree, is sometimes you don't know what lane you want to be in, you know, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's my answer to everything. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I do have a personal goal to build a long-lasting relationship. So I can at least lead with that. That's how, that's how I do it. That's where I want to be. I, I will never lead with, I just want to screw. I, I don't want to do that. And I will never lead. This is for me. And I don't want to lead with, um, you know, I want to be your buddy and just kind of hang out and whatever and like loosey-goosey. And that's all I ever want because I'm not 17 anymore, you know? Right, right. Most, most people my <clears throat> late 40s and up, um, that's not, I'm going to say, I don't want to categorize because people in their 30s, people are younger, they want to build families too, especially when you're younger. But generally speaking, if you're out of high school, college, you want to, you know, you want to meet your person, a right person, a good person. So be honest with your intentions with others and yourself as to what lane you want to swim in. Right. What do you think of that right. answer? I, I think that's fantastic. I mean, I, I think I, be totally I would wrong. I don't agree. Um, no, I don't think it's totally wrong. I don't, I don't think, I think it's more closer to totally right than totally wrong. <laughs> uh no, no game plan with yourself right. or with anybody else. No simping. And, and I think you should call this episode. No look, look for someone who embodies the values that you're seeking too. Yeah. Right. You know, be- and, and if, and if there, if you see the red flags, be attentive to that stuff. Don't just ignore it. Cause you're basically setting yourself up for, I think some crazy stuff down the road. If you do. It's uh, intuition. Remember heart- we talked about that, the gut. Yeah. In, it's in the heartbreak. Episode. Right, right, right. Yeah. Heartbreak, I feel like, because yeah. that doesn't usually end well. <laughs> um, no, what's heartbreak? I mean, heartbreak is like a, a, a uh, your energies, your desires, your goals are not aligned. Yeah, yeah. Because one person has one set of goals and one person has another set of goals. And then that hurts when you're starting to give your one of these forms of love, any one of them really, right, right. to somebody. Um, because you're giving love and, and, and you're not simping in the hope that, you know, I, I deserve this back because I gave it, but you're dating for a purpose. So you're hoping that it gets reciprocated in some form. Um, because then otherwise you're just, you know, you're loving a love, but you're not loving yourself. You want to be loved. That's where it gets really complicated. You never want to love somebody to get love back, but you are intentional with what you want they go together, you know. Right. 
so that you can claim like I want I love people and I want to love but I, I don't have enough energy to give to everybody. I'm just gonna love everybody and be well that brings me to a question I want to ask you is you know like so when you're dating someone and I don't mean like you're officially you know like boyfriend girlfriend or you know I I don't mean like that far into the I mean when you're just dating dating someone, yeah. right seeing people to yes. develop romantic connections. What are your thoughts and has this ever happened to you where you dated multiple people at once yeah well i guess like that, really did like I, like dated dated like i'm seeing jill on one day and you know and jenny on another day and sarah on another day and i'm equally dating and seeing them all at the same time i yeah. really haven't that's tough right it's like polyamory. And, 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 and i've heard of, <laughs> I've heard of people who have <laughs> multiple loves you know, there was one time where I was I was dating a girl and we were going to a concert and um she looked at me and she goes I, just a question you're not dating other people right now are you that's a, and that's I was a like one. now now this was again like we were we knew each other we were seeing each other and um at that time like we were pretty exclusive I was pretty exclusive because when I when I view someone as dating I feel like okay you're you're honing in on this one person right now. You're giving them a specialized amount of attention and, and time. Um, and yeah, I was you, don't, like, you don't go exclusive with someone when you just meet them. You have to date. Dating well, is also like dating. It's like, you know, it's like shopping well, well, at a little right. gift shop. Like, oh, in, in that, the context of this example, like that's exactly like it. That, that was it. Like we had known each other for months. You know, we had been uh, spending time with each other and like, you know, really going on dates and hanging out. And like we were like best friends. And I was okay, just like, yeah, that's like great. I was like, no, I'm not dating other people because that I, I feel like that would almost be like a complete betrayal <laughs> of you and but she was from long island and so they and they just have i i don't and i don't want to say they as <laughs> all long islanders but i do um, i had a delayed reaction i'm like yeah in Rhode island they see things differently <laughs> well I, I think i i kind of felt that way i was like well may, is that what is more the norm down there like do they consider dating like glorified talking because um, talking to people, I mean, you can do you can talk to ten thousand people. You know that that's that early stage of a you know we're just small chat. You know, it might be some yeah, flirtation yeah. involved there. Well, I but mean, it's not. We get in we get in the weeds with the definitions. I mean, if it's like I would say, if you're making out with multiple people, here's the thing: you don't know until you know, and that takes time, right? You just don't right, know. Right. Uh, I've heard from um, professionals in the psychological realm uh, that to really know somebody. Um, I don't think they they said on a romantic level. I just think they meant in general, but this counts romantically too. It takes about a year to fill, form a deep, you know, lasting bond with somebody on and off for about a year. And in, in romantic dating, about 90 days, people can generally keep the act going for about 90 days before their true colors start coming out, right? Oh, man. Drink it up. I need one tonight. Next episode, we're going to talk about whiskeys. Oh, I can't wait for that one. I love whiskeys. Yeah. I have a yeah, whiskey connoisseur, I should know. It's my uh, <laughs> ex-wife's boyfriend. He's, he runs a website called uh, Distilled Sunshine. He's like does an he expert. Wanna, yeah, we might have to get him on the show. Does he want to come on the pod? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, whiskey's a big thing. Drink too much of it no, makes me fat. Um, but uh, it does take time to figure out if you want to, to answer your question, yes, right, I yes. have dated multiple people 
I'm not currently doing it, but I have dated multiple people at the same time in the sense that I did see multiple people. It's what dating is like initial dating is I'm playing the field. I'm dating. I'm like seeing for a little while. And then either you meet someone after a few dates that really starts clicking and you think, oh, wow, I can swim more in this pool. This is like good. Or, you know, after everything has been established that we talked about, or you go, yeah, this isn't, I don't know. And then you stop. Mm. Um, and then you move on to the next and the next uh, until you f- you kind of find someone that keep, can keep going down that road with you, depending on which swim lane you're in. And, and, and someone that can reciprocate that. Because sometimes, I mean, like, let's be real, sometimes it can be messy. You know, it's not always, it's not like it's something that you have complete control of. You can like someone, they can like you, you can go on a, a first date or two dates. And, you know, maybe the first date was great. The second date, you might be like, okay, this sucked. And I don't know if I like this person. They might be all over you at that point. They'd be like, oh, like you're even better than the first time. I thought you were, you know, mm. or, or the reverse could happen. Mm. You know, you can go on a date and, it, and you can go, you can be out with someone and you can be like, oh, wow, this person, like, this is, I think we really clicked. And then find out you never get a text from that person ever again. You're like, what the F happened? Like, what did I do? It, you know, it, it's not always clear cut now. And I'm very thankful. I've never really had too many of that, too much of that ever happened in my life, but like it has before. Where it's like you think something's going pretty well and all of a sudden it just kind of falls apart and you're like, okay, I have no idea what happened. And I think this is something encouraging to, to listeners is that, you know, when it comes to dating, and this is my personal opinion, I'm not saying you should or should not do this or mm-hmm. whatever, but like be bold, take, be brave. If you, you, you think someone, you know, for the guys, if you think this girl you, you, you're, you know, you're talking to is, is absolutely beautiful, tell her that. Let her know she mean it no yeah absolutely and that's what i'm saying like don't do it to get in her pants no 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 i agree um i mean unless it's your thing be be bold you know take your shot take your risk you know if if you if you don't succeed don't take it to heart it's okay it's okay because you know what unless you're like ryan gosling um (laughs) you know it's not every it's not always gonna go your way (laughs) you can't always you know you don't always get what you want you know um, you don't even if you're ryan glassling even if you're uh you know right. like no, matthew absolutely. mcconaughey yeah. i mean even he went through multiple read his book green lights it's really good green lights green light and uh he talks about all the failures and successes he's had with women and everything else and and it's like a fantastic bourbon commercial too yeah 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 he, he, oh, I'm just, I'm, he he's got he's got <laughs> he's got that something special that southern draw he is a matthew motherfucking mcconaughey yeah. um Great. this is complicated i'm looking at all our notes here and it's complicated it is it but is. i will i will simplify <clears throat> it i've already said this once but this is a guy on online He's like a life coach. I really like him. For some reason, I just, I love the delivery of this guy. He's, um, he did not pay us to say this. It's uh, Corey Wayne. Corey, mm. C-O-R-E-Y, W-A-Y-N-E. And he has a couple books out. One's like How to Be a 3% Man. And the other one is Mastering Yourself. His whole thing is like, you're going to attract the right energy by you taking care of yourself. And a lot of men are boys and they want like a mommy to take care of them and like make them feel good and that. And you have to get your shit together in order to attract somebody. You don't have to be perfect. We do not have to be perfect. Everybody just wants someone moving in the right direction. And then he talks about how to date. And his big thing is 
and I say this to people straight up because it's true. Hang out, have fun, hook up, and rinse and repeat until one day someone says, oh my gosh, I think I'm think are we exclusive, you know? Are we, I, 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 do you have feelings? And then you kind of develop that like an old analog film. You put it in the developer and you watch it develop. It's kind of like not rushed. It's not forced. It takes its time. It's like sipping bourbon, whiskey. Mm. You know, you just take your sweet time and you enjoy that drink. So, yeah, you can date multiple people that way. But eventually one of them is going to come out as a standout. It's the one you want the big bottle of. And then, and then you know. And so these all kind of flow together, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. you, 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 you love with intention. Um, you pick your lane and be honest about it in the beginning. You don't mess around with somebody or be a simp or try to be transactional in any way, uh, with giving to get, giving and give. You kind of like remain like a centered human being, right. treat others as you want to be treated, be honest with your intentions, and then just go on for the ride, relate, figure it out. The red flags, which we didn't, we usually have red flag dating stories on the show. And uh, we didn't have any um, the last couple of, but I, I, oh my God. It's just, just, the stuff I've seen and heard has been astronomical in in some cases. Yeah, your stories have been pretty good. Oh my gosh. And mine are like, but, but the, the, the big thing, and we talked about trusting your gut and everything is like anger which is fear, and that can come from men or women. Fear, anger, I'm not going to get my next husband. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be held again. I'm not going to, like, it's your, this transactional bullshit, right? Right, um, right? And people get mad, and they get angry, and they, and they telegraph that out. And it shows up pretty early on. Yeah. Maya Angelou yeah. said... When someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time. You know? Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah. true. Yeah. Your gut feeling, we talked about that. And and, and it's informed by your, your experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing about giving too much. This is in the Bible. You know, just pursuing and pursuing, pursuing someone that really doesn't want to hear or, or feel your love or hear your story. You don't, pull, don't throw pearls to swine. Mm, yeah right like if they're not going to listen to the good word this is what the bible is talking about but they're not going to listen to you they're not going to be invested in what you have to say like don't 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 waste your time don't it's not your problem you know right right don't be don't be big simple yeah yeah that's good and i want to differentiate between being in real relationships as that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about dating we're talking about dating right right you know, so so because I know there'll be some people like that's how that's what you think about relationships. I never said the R word. I said the D word. We both been saying the D word. Dating, dating. That, that is the it D. is the gateway about the to D. land of relationship. And once you get in there, guess what? Things, conduct, do it changes. It changes big time. Yeah, we can like, talk about that another time for we sure. We will. If I'm I, I'm just talking about, and I think it's fun to talk about straight up dating. What is what I'm gonna look? Have we looked up the word dating in the dictionary? I'm gonna do that right now. Look up dating. Apple tells me. Apple. Day of the month of the year. No. Theory. Will you? Will you date? Um. Come on. Uh, A a. a, It's interesting. An appointment, a meeting, an engagement, a rendezvous. 
of assignation, commitment, Menage, a, a tryst. <laughs> so, but it, it, it's by its nature, it is it's kind of, uh, you know, temporary. It's a, it's a thing that kind of flies by. And, and, and eventually when you have a lot of dates, then you start building a relationship, which is a back and forth. It's like meeting at the coffee shop, you know. It's it's a quick little thing. I mean, you're not the destination isn't the coffee shop. It's either to go walk in the park or go home, or mm. you know. But like, it's a to me, it's very it's like probing the situation again. It's it's learning, it's learning about what you want, what you desire in someone else, about how they can potentially change what you want and desire. You know, I mean, I, I've been enhance and add to your life. Yeah, I mean, you know, so you go into dating with an open mind sometimes you meet a new energy and a new person that can, that can radically alter what you think you wanted and what you think you need. Um, and it's fun. I think dating should be fun. Let's not forget that. I, you know, I, I don't think people stress out about dating. You know, when you go on a first date, personally, I don't know about you, man, but mm. I've very often, we've had this talk before in Boston, um, where on that first date, so many people get so anxious and uptight. Oh, yeah. trying, they want to make that first <gasps> date like really that that impression they want to make it and they want to you know just create that splash and you know I, my, me personally and i will say this with some pride i have a very great track record for first dates especially just relax yes if it's gonna work it's gonna work if it's not gonna work guess what don't delay it <laughs> don't a few pops and get up i mean i right. i've never had i i don't think i've, I've had a first date I've never had a bad first date. And sometimes they're the only date because I'm committed to going there and having fun and being social. And if, you know, if you don't want that, go, uh, go, go away. I actually told that to a couple people. Right, right, um, right. They're on second dates and third dates, but they were, for some reason, they just were in bad mood. They were miserable. And I looked at them and said, look, I'm here to have fun. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have fun with you. I'd like to be with you, but if you don't want to have fun, and you're miserable, and you're and it's not you're sick or something like that's happening. You're just miserable tonight. You want to cause a problem? Leave, get out. I'm gonna have fun by myself. They look at you like you have two heads. What do you mean? I go. I'm here to have fun and enhance my life. I'm not here to be negative and miserable. So have fun with me, or leave. That's it. And don't. I'm not. Wait. Don't even offer to pay the. I don't want your money. Just you go. Want to hear a good story quickly about that? One time I went on a date with a girl in Boston. We went to the. We went to a Cuban restaurant. And it was fun, um, but it didn't really feel like there was anything that was really like substantial there. It just didn't feel, and that, I'm not saying, and also that's deceiving because it doesn't mean that's the case necessarily. It was a first date or second date, like you right. don't really know. Sure. Right. It's not like you should know that someone's supposed to be in your life forever, but by like, you know, how good the Cuban dinner date night went. That's ridiculous. But no, no, to no, me, it no. just, it, it wasn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like thoroughly satisfied with how the date went i didn't feel like it was maybe like i don't know if enough like laughing or connection really happened it, I, and it wasn't it just didn't feel like it was like a a home run kind of hit and so funny enough i, I call my uber and um my uber's like oh picking up you know this girl before you get picked up and i'm like okay well you know i gotta I guess i gotta wait in the minutes. so i'm sitting there this music uber comes get in the back seat as soon as i get in the back seat the girl that they she, the, the Uber picked up was like, so what, what were you up to tonight? And I was just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, why, who is this person right now? 
And it turned out long, long story short, just to be this super social, really attractive girl that was just like, just open, just like, just talking to people. So we, actually, we actually exchanged numbers and we actually went on a date a week uh, later and it was uh, awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah. So I think ultimately what happened was uh, with that girl specifically, it was just like, as you get to know someone, you realize, okay, like this, this could clearly go physical places. Um, but you get to know, okay, is this, I personally also try to gauge, okay, well, is this person, can, do, do they have the potential to build with me? And yeah, do I have the potential question. to build with them? And I feel like ultimately our, our real values didn't align in the way that I would feel at peace with, you know? And so slowly had to let that kind of, let that fire burn out. But it was just funny. I thought how it was like, yeah, this date wasn't really that great. Get in an Uber and then boom. Hey. Oh, that's a great natural date. I mean, if it worked, it worked. It didn't, but there was no right. hard feelings, right? You just kind of like, you both right. did your thing and you like. No one, and no one was hurt. No one's men organically. rising of the other. We're still instant <laughs> Still friends, right? Yeah, so absolutely. like, like, um, and that's just cool. That's like, that's, that's, that's chill. I don't know how else to say it. Be chill. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and I am. I'm, I, I mean, we're both very much like that. We're both very. Well, I, I mean, I am now. If you had met me when I was like 23 years old, they used to call me the angry young Italian. Well, every Italian. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, I was like, <laughs> because my, my best friend, uh, one of my best friends, I have a few of them, but like one that knew me from high school and I still keep in touch with him today. He said, the thing with you, Paul, is you want to fucking win. Like you will stop at nothing to get the latest Apple product to produce the greatest film to like you're passionate and that's your thing. And back then you thought I could do that with people too, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to, that, that, that this relationship is a mountain. I'm going to climb it. I'm going to put my fucking flag at the top and that's it. Nothing can stop me. But, oh, the pride of life. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like, uh, you know, that's, that's good. It's good to be confident like that. And I am. But if you can't do that with yourself, then you ain't climbing anybody else's mountain. And at twenty three, you know what I mean. At twenty three years old, I, I I did no, I had no experience. I didn't know what I was doing. So uh, you know it's that 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 attitude is positive, and that I can do anything. I can do anything. But you have to invest in yourself to be able to do anything. And, and yet I didn't have it at that age. I mean, I do right, now. Right. I think um, we all have our foibles, but. Uh, people are to uh, you can't you can't uh just look at people and dates and as like things or numbers to acquire you just have to kind of go with the flow and have confidence in yourself and work with yourself yeah. Yeah. you know track that to track the right gravity don't be angry that's the thing i can't stand i can't i i look at angry people and i'm like what the fuck was I ever like that? Oh, I was. That's the part where I think it's like important to be honest with your own intentions before you even go into the dating field, the minefield. Figure your shit out. Yeah. Because, you know, one thing I was very intent with is that there was a point where I was talking to many different females at once. And I felt at a certain point, I'm like, okay, what, one thing I don't want to do though, I don't want to get in the business of hurting people. I don't want to get in the business of making people dislike me or thinking I'm a bad person because of all that, you know, all this talking that is happening. And so I think it's important that when you enter that dating field, um, be honest, 
be completely honest with what you want, with what you're looking for, with what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, hopefully the, the people you're talking to, interacting with are honest. Because if you are, it'll be fun. It'll be harmless. And, and you'll, you'll for, and at the very least, you'll make some great friends. I've done that. I've made some oh, great yeah. friends yeah. From, from people who it's like, I now have no romantic interest whatsoever. And I feel like it's also vice versa. Um, and we can did, be did, great friends. And, did you also, did you also have, uh, did you have romantic, um, well, my mother's calling me in the middle of the show. I, I'll call you back. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> did you hear that? What? What? I did. I did. <laughs> um, hold on. I'm recording <laughs> for work. Call you back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. What? She says, angry young Italian. Where do you think I got it from? No, I love my right. mother. Um, uh, she's not like that at all. Um, but what were we saying? Treat people as you want to be treated. You said, oh, I, I think just, just, just be honest. And, and, you know, if you're honest with your intents, with where you are, with what you're looking for, you'll avoid hurting people. Because that's something we oh, consciously yeah. want to avoid. Yeah. We don't want to hurt people. And obviously, we all don't want to get hurt, but you know what? I'd rather I get hurt than someone else get hurt at the end of the day. <laughs> That's got to happen. Do no um, harm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, really again, try. I, I, I say it's a minefield. It's a mind. Dating is a minefield because it's involving the human heart. So, you know, it's not always going to, there's always going to be some collateral, hopefully, but I mean, not hopefully, <laughs> um, but rather you can avoid that, hopefully, um, to the best degree that you can. Uh, and, and so, I, I don't know, <laughs> navigate it with some integrity navigate it with honesty uh and and, and hopefully it'll stay fun um and, stay, yeah stay risks. Be, have fun be, have fun but, but you know remember everything we said um right have fun it's a big one have fun be honest with your intentions I'm, I'm wrapping it up pick your swim lane and be honest that's what your intention if you don't know what your intention <laughs> is what you want to build be honest tell them like i don't know i mean that's an okay answer right it's sure is better than it's sure is better than saying, "Oh, my intentions are this, 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 and this," and you get the other person's hopes sky high potentially. And your real answer in your heart is, "Well, I don't know." Guess what? That's where you start hurting people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I well, mine. I know, I know. Just to repeat, I, I want a, a lasting relationship. That's my ultimate goal. However, in some cases, that's not possible. You know, maybe a person is going away. And you can't be with them because they're like visiting. Because they're physically not going. They're to not be physically around. unable. <laughs> like you can't. I mean, you'd love it to happen, but you can't. So then you kind of adjust things and go to well, well you know, whatever, you know, or, or um, you know, we'll see what we shall see, which is how things should be anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't really like pursue that end goal. Um, so you go down the swim lane and see where you're going to go. Or like, honestly, if you're a player, then admit you're a player, be proud of it. It's actually sexy to people that you are confident and know what you want because people can respect that. Like I'm, 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 uh, I used to know a guy and he would call himself big pimpin and he was married. So he wasn't actually like, that wasn't what it meant, but he was like, you know, loud and proud. Like I'm big pimpin. I'm, I, I am, I am what I am. I got my big Escalade. I make barbecue sauce. I am big pimpin. A pimp, like, besides being, like, a, a, a legal abuser of women, you know, just the general sense of it is, is like, uh, someone that, you know, 
they they they're they're badass in their own mind. They know I'm going to look it up because I don't want to. I, I want to be sensitive to people here, but well, I don't want to butcher that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're not a simp. That's for sure. They're like, oh, that's for sure. They are. Um, look up pimp. A man. Oh, okay. A man who controlled. Maybe that was a bad example. I mean, the street in the street terminology. It's a sl- the slang. The slang the not denotes not, confidence. Yeah, um, yeah. Please don't miss it. I do not want you to control and like abuse women. That's not what I'm saying. Right. A woman can be a pimp too. It's just like your swagger. You have confidence. You're like shaft. You know, shaft. Like you're <laughs> badass. Like you are your own gravity, and you don't. You don't give a fuck. But when anybody else thinks about you, because you got your values, your morals. Hopefully, like you're a, you're a pimp that has values, and you know you you you're here to do your thing. Versus being a simp. If you're proud, loud and proud to be yourself and you treat others with respect and love, like we talked about everything else, then you will attract the right person without being an underhanded little pissant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's really the secret. Uh, Corey Wayne, Coach Corey Wayne, look him up online. I, I think he, he mostly helps guys, but he helps women too. And it, a lot of it revolves around confidence and when things fall apart because you haven't mastered yourself. It's really all about you have goals, you have passions, you have desires, and you go get them. You work hard to get them. And you do it in a way that is respectful to other people, of their experiences, and 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 you treat others as you want to be treated. Like you're not an asshole. You know, he said a lot of women are initially attracted to assholes because they seem confident, you know, they're directed and they're what they want and they're being bold and they're putting their armor on you and everything. But soon that fades away when they realize that they're just overgrown little boys who are angry that they don't have loving or a mom or whatever money, whatever it is. And uh, they're, they're trouble, you know, so. Uh, you 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 really have to develop your own sense of self worth and confidence in your life and be okay being alone. I don't want to be alone. Do you want to be alone? I don't want to be alone. I don't want sometimes, to be sometimes alone. Sometimes I like yeah. <laughs> I mean like permanently. Oh, no no. You know, like, I, don't do, think, I don't think most people do. No, most we're social beings. I, I don't want to like live and die alone. But I can if I need to. I will build myself up. I will continue to build myself up. So we we are independent. That's another thing. An independent woman independent, doesn't mean they don't want to be with somebody. It means they don't need to be with somebody. It's a big difference, right? Need yeah. versus want. You want someone to compliment your life, and you don't need them. So that's the relationship episode, like episode 14, and we'll get into that. But you got to think about all these things when you date. How would you sum it up? Dating is fun. should be fun. Yeah, it's to a learning process. It's a learning process. You're learning, you know, and, and you're going to mess up. Don't don't sweat the small stuff. It's not always going to go your way. So be brave and, and relax. Relax. Just relax. relax. Have fun. That was good um, advice I got once. Your chances of succeeding if you're having fun and you're smiling and you're relaxed yeah, I'm are smiling greatly right now. higher to begin with. And so you might as well do that and don't, don't stress about it too much. Um, and so, you know... Again, we might be on to some things. We may have missed some things. That's okay. That's because we're human. Um, I, I got to be honest, though. I'm, I'm really pumped for the next episode because we're going to talk whiskey and, I don't know, maybe some pipe. 
I gotta get him on the show. I'm gonna text him right now. I'm gonna text him right now. My poor mother. What? She, she's so funny. What? Uh, oh, I can't wait. We're gonna talk whisk, whiskey I'm, I'm and tobacco. Nice, I'm gonna have a nice. Glass should it be the vice of, episode? We should do the, it vice, be the episode. vice episode. I mean, I only have two vices. I may have just lied to you straight up. I have my vices are <laughs> my vanilla cream tobacco. That I smoke out okay. of an old, nice Tolkien pipe. Yeah, legit. Yeah, it looks like an yeah. old, that's what my yeah. dad used to do. Like an old English or Irish, you know, British Isles. It's really, it's like a more old European style. Um, I think it was pretty popular in the Americas at one point, probably like 1900s as well. Uh, and I mean, we, 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 we like beer, but I've been getting into both bourbons and rum. Wow. You, I'm writing right now. Um, yeah. Distilled Sunshine. I said, would you like to be a guest on our podcast to talk about whiskey and bourbon? Yeah. So, I mean, quickly, quick story, you know, uh, to kind of allude to what we can talk about next next time we're on. You know, but how, how does that relate to our point of the show, which is like to um, to spread joy and help people mm. feel better in their lives? Are we encouraging them to drink? <laughs> we are, no. We, we are encouraging them to do what they can handle, what they can do in good conscience in a way that's not harming themselves or harming others. Um, or specifically, you know, their, 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 whatever prevents them from achieving their very best and, and achieving their potential as to who they can be. And I'm not condoning it or recommending it. This is just something I do. It could be a freaking glass of water. If you like trying different brands of water, I don't care. Me personally, I like enjoying and fellowshipping with my friends. Um, oh, that's over a, great, a nice, that's little, nice. Yeah. You know, the, this, this vanilla cream pipe, cause the smoke smells like vanilla cream sweetness. Beauty. Well, you just awesome. said it. You said it. You said the yeah. key thing. I enjoy fellowshipping with my friends and like people tend hey. to drink in social circumstances. It's a social lubricant. It helps people relax. Um, you can drink alone. Right. Uh, like to have one or two to kind of like blast a wine to relax and remember what it's like to I be mean, in the company. I'm of a people. Manhattan guy. Yeah, I'm not old-fashioned. I gotta, yeah, yeah. But I like, I was just going to say, you beat me to it. I like Manhattans and old-fashioned. Yeah. My cocktail yeah, yeah. In the summertime. A lot you of sugar. a man. Moscow meal variant, and I'm happy as clam. Um, We're doing an episode but, on cocktails and everything else. My point was just like, yeah. how does that, like, what, how does that go in? Well, one of the things about being on the shores is like, you got to relax. <laughs> Take well, it not easy. Not only Someone that, used to say that to me. Take it easy. You'll agree, right? though, that the production of um you know liquors whether it's whiskey or rum it's an art what goes into it? it's not just a simple like thing that they just pull out of a stream somewhere i mean it there are spices involved there the, the distillation process the distilling process is so it's an art form that's a total complex that's an art form. you know yeah. you char the oak barrels and, and you get the and it releases these notes of caramel and vanilla and, and like an oak, you know, it's, it's, it's an art. And so you're really appreciating the work of other humans. That's something we like talking about is appreciating oh, um, yeah. life. And so for people, this is an expression of art to them. This is an expression of, of who they are. I have this bottle of whiskey right here, Cooperstown Select. This mm. is made, this corn, uh, rye, and grain mash is made from my hometown. So I'm drinking my hometown. You're drinking like your hometown. It, it means more to to me than just it's just not just a bottle of something you know? right exactly so, right what and did so, jesus do with water what did he do he turned oh, it he into sure wine or turned it into wine everybody and, drank wine 
the fellowship, and, and, the connection. And, and, you know, and yes, I'm, we're not advocating saying let's get wasted on all this stuff. I'm no, 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 no. There's a reason that getting it. wasted hurts. Right, right. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Let's talk about that. We're going to do that. That's like one of our Good. next episodes. I, I, Phil will be on to talk about history and all that. It's coming up. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about relationships. Um, just to summarize, uh, be honest with your intentions when you date. Don't be a simp. Be a pimp, but in like the healthy way, right? Be bold. Have confidence in yourself. Know what you want. Telegraph what you want. Have fun with it, right? Have fun. Don't be afraid have to fail. You'll get back up. You'll, and and, 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 right? Trust your gut, but like have a good time. Have a nice drink. Uh, and like take it easy, you know, and, 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 and then eventually, uh, and, and, and obviously love yourself. Right. I think I'm getting all these points and eventually the right person will come along that you will want in your life to compliment you or not, but at least you had a damn good time doing it. You know, and that's, I, that's you and I have had that experience. It's not a cookie board, like cookie cutter, you know, algorithm we could say okay do this do that and you will become this but life does not guarantee that i'm sorry it does not no. um the only thing that are 100 true for everyone are the promises of god um uh, you know <laughs> dating that's beyond my ability to predict for every single person all that i do know is no you can't you're not you're not the all-knowing like uh oh, i know no, thank god i'm not um he, he's the only one that knows everything <laughs> Cultivate the the attributes and the values and, and the, the things you want to be. Um, yes, that's keep important. Growing, keep building daily. Keep building. And, keep growing. Uh, be kind. Find someone in that process that can help you build, and you can help build. But love and kindness. You. Right. Yeah. yeah. Love and so, kindness. And I think we got through the the nuances of that, like what you know, different kinds of love and and what it means to love and and, and, and not to if love. It was something fake love that people could one hundred percent figure out via a podcast episode guess what there wouldn't be any more episodes and people talking about we would be fucking because it would rich be old we'd be it wealthy would, yeah, it, it, we'd all know but that's the thing is that it's not we don't all know it's always i know me too i'm thinking about that yeah i'm going to the club i'm going to the yacht club right after this i'm gonna i'm not gonna get hammered or anything but i'm gonna have like an, i'm gonna take a drink i'm gonna what take a drink have, in your mind i know that you envisioned a specific kind of drink what, well, what I have been having is old fashions and, and, and they're wonderful, yeah. but there's sugar, right? It's a lot of sugar in it. Um, I could ask I him mean, to do it like not so sweet. I don't know. I be, I like, to... Maybe I should just have one instead of the five I had last time. Oh, boy. Well, that, that's, that's, yeah. Oh, that, that's man. Sure. I lost a whole day against that. Um, wow. It's really a sipping drink. And I was like, I don't know what happened. They were so good. It's a cup of booze. It's like 16 ounces of booze. Right, right. That's what it felt like anyway. It wasn't like that. But um, what is an old-fashioned, just so you all know, it's a, it's a whiskey with sugar, like a sugar cube, some mottled um, uh, fruit, right, cherries. It usually has the cocktail cherry. There's some orange zest in there. Zest in there and, and, and some bitters. And, and a good bourbon, right? Which is already bourbon, yeah. kind of sweet. I mean, it's on the sweeter spectrum of things. Um, <clears throat> it's a kind of a so, sugary kind of boozy, sugary, sweet drink. But not like sweet, sweet, like a pina colada right. or anything. But, and depending on the, the whiskey you use, you can, you can change that gradient. You know, you mm, can, I should ask them to do like a drier, like a, what's a drier whiskey? But use, like a, a, use a rye whiskey. 
rye, rye yeah, yeah, because I found yeah. a little too sweet. And uh, it's called an old-fashioned because it was like the original cocktail. That's a right. whole other episode. Cocktail, there's a whole reason it was named a cocktail. Because up until then, people just drank booze straight, and they drank the wine and, <laughs> and, 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 and beer. And, right. And oh, we're, we're veering off to a whole new episode, so we're, we're going to stop but it there. let's keep it fresh for the next episode. Yes. Good times. Paul, always a pleasure. How many minutes were we at? We're at an hour and nine minutes. We were going to do 45 minutes. We gave you an hour and nine minutes. I love well, I all think, of I you. Think, I think when we got started talking about that that whiskey especially. We're yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But get, it's good. It's all good, right? Now. You know how to find us? Power C on Instagram. Anticipate underscore media on Instagram. We're currently, that's the best way to contact. Anticipatemedia.com. There's a contact form there. Give us a five-star rating on podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. <laughs> uh, tell your friends about us and just be kind. Have a good time. Love and everybody. And join us. Get on the damn pod. And, and, and love each other. And, and, and love yourself. God damn it. Because uh, God will damn you if you don't love yourself. And get on the show. Get on the show. We're going to get someone. I want the, you know what we're going to do on the show? Uh, we're going to get the female perspective on dating. We're going to have another episode. And we're going to oh, have I some woman that. like, like tell that. us boys what's up. We really do. It. We'll do the same episode, but from the female perspective. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Because when you're on the shores of dating and you're feeling miserable and you're like, who loves me? What's up? We're here to help you sing. See, I brought her all the way back home. That is <laughs> fucking sexy. Why are you not dating me right now? This hot girl that's listening to this. Why? Sorry. <laughs> Norwegian babe on the slope. Norwegian babe. I want a Swede. That's what I want. I want a Swede. A sweet Swede. A sweet Swede. <laughs> well, All may, right. that, may that come your way, guys. It's coming. Thank you for listening. Episode 11. This is legendary. Um, on the shores. And we will be back within two weeks or less to give you more beautifulness from Chris and Paul. Goodbye. We love you. Stay safe.